You are listening to Pandora's Box Radio with Kalia LaRoche. For more information about my products and services, counseling, coaching, hypnotherapy, books, and audios, please visit NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. Hello and welcome to Pandora's Box. This is Kalia and today we're going to talk about planetary rebirth. What's going on right now? I always felt that something was coming that would change the course that humanity is on. It would have to be something big, something powerful, something that would wake people up from their slumber and cause them to question their reality. It would have to be something that would interrupt routines and ways of life. It would have to be something that would get a majority of the global population's attention at one time and hold it for long enough to bring about the shift. It would have to be something that would cause people to ask questions and think about things more deeply. Perhaps it would bring to the attention of the global population the ways in which we are being brainwashed, the destructive habits we have, the agendas that we have fallen prey to, and the ways in which we have abandoned ourselves, disconnected from ourselves, our souls, and each other. We might have the opportunity to see ourselves from a higher perspective how we've been cogs in the wheel of a machine, working for the machine and never really questioning it. So many people on a global level have learned what narcissism is over the past 10 years or so. The narcissism in our society has now been exposed. We're now beginning to see the narcissist of the world, their agendas and the ways in which they operate. We're learning how to stop feeding the beast, to stop allowing these narcissistic entities to feed off our precious energy. There's a bigger beast that has for a very long time been in control of the planet and its resources. This beast is not only narcissistic, but sociopathic. It has no concern for the earth or its people. Its only concern is with its own wealth and power, and it will do anything necessary to achieve what it desires. It will do anything, including destroy the planet and its people. When you think about a destructive virus, it needs a host to survive. The virus cares not for its host, but the host is necessary for its survival. The sociopathic powers that I speak of don't question how destroying its host will destroy it. The soul of humanity has in so many ways been destroyed by this virus, and I'm not talking about the coronavirus, but the narcissistic entity that has a need to control humanity at all costs. This narcissistic entity holds 97% of the planet's wealth, and it has no concern for the environment. It doesn't care that people are starving, are dying of a whole host of diseases, 
living on the streets and struggling on a daily basis to make ends meet. This narcissistic entity believes it has the right to play God and determine in many ways who should live and who should die. This entity is not beyond engineering a deadly super virus in attempt to control the numbers in our population. There's information coming out right now that COVID-19, a particularly contagious strain of the coronavirus, was manufactured in a lab in the United States and has been either leaked or intentionally released onto humanity. There's a growing body of evidence coming out to the public now, although you won't likely find it in mainstream media. If this comes out as being true, a lot of people are going to be outraged. Now, I'm not saying personally that it's true. I don't have enough evidence. I just pay attention. I keep my eyes open. And I continue to follow these threads to see how they evolve. I look at the evidence. And I see that it's entirely possible. Where narcissistic behavior is not commonly punishable by law, the extreme sociopathic behavior amongst the global elite is criminal. It is punishable by law. However, the law is usually bought off by entities like this. We have to remember that sociopaths believe that they are above the law. They are beyond being held accountable for their dirty deeds. They use their wealth and power to control and manipulate the political and religious powers all across the globe. Perhaps we've had a huge global awakening to the destructive energies of narcissistic abuse for a reason other than our personal growth. Our eyes need to be opened in order to see the beast at the helm of global society. And I don't say this to scare you. We don't want to go into fear. I say this to plant seeds of awareness and get people to think critically, to take your power back from the machine and don't blindly follow the leader. This is a time to become your own leader, putting your trust in your intuitive knowing and follow the call of your own spirit. Don't make the mistake of allowing fear to make your decisions for you. In this global pandemic, the media is constantly telling us how bad it is. We are inundated with numbers of people who have contracted the virus and how many people are dying. Although the actual death toll that is being reported isn't near the death toll for other avenues in which people are dying every day across the globe, like heart disease and cancer and even automobile accidents. And also, many people who test positive for the coronavirus don't have any major symptoms. The media is painting a picture of horror for us so that we are scared. And when we're in fear, we're more easily controlled. This horror show that we are seeing will also make us more likely to go running to receive the vaccine when it's offered. 
So we need to step back and do some research and look at some of the possibilities of what's going on behind the scenes. There's always more going on than meets the eye. So think about narcissism. I know that most people that are listening to this podcast know about the destruction that narcissism can do. We don't often see the truth right away. We're fed a lie. We're made to believe something that is not real. We are gaslighted. We are manipulated. And when it comes to the surface of our awareness, we are horrified by what we learn to be true. We experience a very deep sense of betrayal and are outraged that the narcissist in our life so easily gets away with doing so much damage without a conscience. Look at the narcissist's ability to get others to believe their lies. They tell stories that have nothing to do with the real truth, but people blindly believe their stories. The narcissist distorts reality and gets others to do their bidding. We often call those others flying monkeys, which is a term taken from the Wizard of Oz. The flying monkeys did the dirty work for the Wicked Witch. The flying monkeys on the global level are those who can be bought, those who are seduced by money and power. They will close a blind eye, ignore the truth, lie, cheat, and even murder in exchange for money and power. In some cases, people are manipulated through death threats against their families. Most of us are aware of the amount of corruption in the world. We know that many people will do anything for money and power or a sense of importance. And these are people who are lacking in ethics, morals, and integrity. So now that I've painted a not-so-pretty picture of the narcissistic entity at the helm of our global society, let's bring our attention back to ourselves and what we can do. The first thing that we all need to do is be informed. We can no longer blindly follow the leader. We do need to become our own leaders and follow the inner voice, the call of our own spirit. So when we receive information from the outside world through news media, alternative media, even conspiracy theories, that we need to take that information inside of ourself and check it, check it out with our own inner guidance and see if it rings true for us or not. So we have to follow that inner truth, pay attention to what we're feeling about something, some information that we might be getting. The war between the darkness and the light is a spiritual war. And this spiritual war begins within as we confront the darkness within our own shadow. We all have a shadow. And the natural tendency is to project our shadow outward onto the world and onto people who are expressing what is in our shadow. When we do our shadow work, we need to have the courage in confronting the darkness within ourselves. 
We need to become aware of our core wounds and what our triggers are. We are a microcosm of the macrocosm, so what we heal on the inside, we bring to the outside world. If every person on earth did their inner work, we would live in a very different world. But as we know, many people don't even know what it means to do inner work, let alone do it. And the narcissists of the world are also incapable of self-reflection. But there's something called the hundredth monkey syndrome, where if you get enough people on the planet growing to the next level, we automatically spread that awareness to others, even if we're not in the same place. If we have enough love in the world, the world will automatically become a more loving place. And this is why it's important that we become the leaders, not the followers. We lead by trusting ourselves and our own inner guidance. We lead by positive example. We lead by aligning with the highest vibration of love. The time that we are currently living in has been prophesized by the Bible and many other texts. We're in the time of revelations where all shall be revealed. We're living in the age of transparency where what was hidden now comes to light. It's not that the world has taken a turn for the worst. It is that we are now becoming aware of what was always there. It's like living with a narcissist for years before you become aware of the narcissism. At first, our eyes are closed, and then they are opened. We were once blind, but now we see. We're living in a time where our eyes are now being opened to the deeper truth that is happening in our world. There are positive truths and negative truths. We are becoming aware of just how dark the darkness is. And we're becoming aware of just how much power we have when we are aligned with the light. It is said love will win. Love really is the highest vibration. It is the highest energy on the planet. It's stronger and more powerful than the darkness. In fact, the darkness is merely the absence of light. Those who do the work of the darkness are simply lacking in love. They're closed to that love. Many have found power in the darkness. It is the power that they find from not caring. The power of being the one who breaks hearts rather than the one who suffers heartbreak. The power of taking, lying, cheating, stealing, controlling, and manipulating without a conscience, even the power of taking a life without a conscience. The people of the dark operate without a conscience. They are truly sociopathic. They rise to the top of the food chain, so to speak, because they are ruthless and will do anything to get there without concern for others. They are incapable of caring about who they take out on their way to the top or to get what they want. 
In working with victims of narcissistic abuse, I so often hear people say, I could never do to him what he did to me, or I could never do to her what she did to me. And this is true. Most of us who are guided by our hearts, guided by love, would not be capable of doing the dirty deeds that those without a conscience are capable of. And we can be grateful for this. In the battle of Armageddon that we are in now, it's a war between darkness and light. It appears there's a tug-of-war between these two energies. One energy is destructive and cares not for the survival of the species or its ability to thrive. It carries the energy of death and decay. It is the energy of evil, which spelled backwards is live. It's an anti-life energy. The other energy is expansive and grows towards the sun. It is the life force energy in action. It is a heart-centered energy which is rooted in love, compassion, empathy, concern for the planet, and its creatures. It sees the benefit of all beings thriving and getting what it is that they need to thrive. If you are aligned with the light, it isn't really beneficial to spend a lot of time in anger and outrage for the destruction the dark forces are doing. Because that anger and outrage brings our vibration down to a lower level. Now we have the right to be outraged, sure. But since we are in an expansive energy, it's best to use this energy of outrage constructively to take action, not against the darkness, but for the light. In a tug-of-war, if one party lets go of the rope, the war can't continue. The war can only continue when both parties are engaged in it. When one party releases its engagement, the other has nobody to fight against. When we stop fearing and fighting against the narcissistic entity, we withdraw its food. We need to approach the global narcissistic entities the same way we would approach any narcissist. Stop feeding the beast. Don't feed the narcissism. Don't offer supply. Learn what that supply is and withdraw it. Become strong in ourselves. Be informed and educated about what is really going on. Protect ourselves and be loving and kind towards ourselves and others. We also need to follow the guidance coming from within. Rather than put our lives and our trust in the government, the current financial system, the educational system, and the programs that we've been fed, don't allow the mainstream media to tell you what's going on in the world. Do your own research and seek out the deeper truth. Mainstream media is controlled by the global elite. Let love go viral. Let it take root in the hearts and souls of the emerging 
human. I've said this before, but imagine each one of us is like a light bulb that is turning on in the world right now and see the world lighting up all across the globe with this huge influx of light. See the darkness being exposed. It can't hide anymore. It's running in attempt to hide its agendas from the masses, but we are getting brighter and brighter as more and more lights awaken and turn on. This is the global rebirth. We're being birthed into the light of higher awareness. We're opening our collective eyes and seeing in a way that we haven't seen before. With the coronavirus, there's a reset happening on the earth as we withdraw inside and give the planet a brief rest from our heavy footprint. In just a few short weeks, we see restoration of our waters and air quality. We can only imagine what the next month will bring. Perhaps we take notice of what is really important. It's not all that stuff we do out there in the world. We're being shown what is important now. That we have a roof over our head, food to eat, and people we feel connected to in our lives. You see families spending time together. People who are alone are really learning how to be with themselves. People are picking up the phones more. Businesses are being more forgiving of our circumstances. And many organizations are being more generous and giving. People are checking in on their neighbors more and making those calls to people they haven't connected with in a while. Yes, there are a lot of people in fear. There's fear that they will get sick. Fear about what's happening in the world. Fear of financial collapse. Fear of the loss of our freedoms. There's a lot of fear. Let's try not to be in fear. It's okay to be afraid at times. We all are. But let's not build our camp in fear. Let it pass and move from fear to love. Remember, this is where our power lies. The caterpillar is dissolving. The butterfly is coming into being, but it hasn't yet been birthed. So keep your eye on the butterfly. Remember, we're in a global rebirth process, and that means we're becoming the butterfly. Humanity is shifting from Homo sapien to Homo luminous, which means we are becoming enlightened. And enlightened species will live very differently than one that is rooted in darkness as we have long been. In the long cycles of the planet as it makes its transit through the solar system, we're leaving the dark ages and entering the age of light. It's a slow process, but it's happening nonetheless. Some people call this time that we're entering into the Golden Age. Some call it the Satya Yuga. Some are calling it New Earth. We can't enter a new reality without growing pains, without chaos, 
without uncertainty. We have plenty of uncertainty. But in times of uncertainty, we must have faith in a higher power that all is being divinely orchestrated. We will come out the other side of this and come together in celebration of the world we truly wish to live in, one of peace, harmony, and goodwill to all beings. So hold the vision. Stay aligned with love. Know who you are and trust your inner guidance. Together, we will find our way through. A reminder, if you're looking for support and can't afford one-on-one therapy, a new therapy program is beginning Monday the 6th at 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. This group is for recovery from narcissistic abuse and also um, any issues around self-empowerment. You can join this group at any time. So if you're listening to this and it's long after the 6th, you can join at any time. It's a monthly subscription from the time that you join and can be canceled if you wish prior to the next month's billing. So I invite you to join us for this deeply reflective support group focusing on important areas such as healing core wounds, healing PTSD, going through the dark night of the soul, self-love, listening to your intuition, healing your story, and more. I want to thank you for listening today. And for more information about this group and my work, please visit NarcissismFree.com. Have a great day, and we'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you.